Hello, ladies and gents. This is Casey Campbell, and you're listening to It's Tempting. You better buckle up. Hello, everyone. It's another Tuesday. So we are back, and we are recapping Temptation Island Season 5. By the way, this is Casey Campbell, and you're listening to It's Tempting. So before we get into stuff, one of the most important things, as you guys all know, this episode is brought to you by Love Shop Toys. You guys, it's almost the end of the summer, so that means it's almost the end of your city boy summer, your hot girl summer, whatever you're into. So go ahead, get a little frisky. Let's finish this summer off strong. Go get some lingerie. Go get some toys. You need all the toys that you can possibly want. That made no sense, but... You know what I mean. I'm a little flustered. Ooh, toys get me a little flustered. <laughs> Alrighty, you guys. So go to Love Shop Toys on Instagram or loveshoptoys.com slash tempting and use code tempting for 10% off. That is loveshoptoys.com slash tempting and use code tempting for 10% off. Okay, so for the last couple of episodes, I told you guys all that I'm going to try really hard to not cuss. I'm going to continue that today. This is a bad habit that I am really trying to break. You guys are some bad influences though because you guys are all up in my DMs telling me that the cussing is a vibe, that when when I like get through this season, especially the reunion, I'm gonna be cussing up a storm. So don't be a bad influence, you guys. I'm trying to break bad habits. Also, reunion thoughts. So obviously the reunion has aired. I'm not going to lie. I started out where I was like, I'm not going to watch anything because I want to be like totally like in the dark in my recaps. Okay, I lied. I went, I watched a little bit of, I just peaked a little bit. I haven't watched the reunion, but I definitely have gone on like the TI Instagram. I've seen some clips. So I I think it might make my recaps a little bit better knowing some things because it's very eye-opening watching the episodes now that I kind of know a little bit of what goes down. So I wanted to confess that. You guys, confession. I kind of know how things ended a little bit. I don't know everything, but I know like the really big things, I think. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to say that. I think it's definitely going to make my recaps a little bit better, honestly. Bad reviews, you guys. So obviously I have some bad reviews. Some of you guys are really taking the time to write like novels. And I'm like, I don't know if I should be flattered or like devastated. (laughs) So you guys, again, I'm sorry that I had to take some time off because I freaking got in a car accident and I moved. Um, I'm staying on top of it. Episodes are every Tuesday. I'm just going to prove it with actions, not words. So that's about it, you guys. My life has been in shambles the past month or so, and I'm just getting through it, okay? My mental health is getting a little bit better. I'm really snapping out of it. I'm not so depressed, and my car is going to be fixed soon, hopefully. So yeah, you guys, if you could stop going out of your way to leave these like crazy novel bad reviews, that would be amazing. But if you want to keep leaving them, I mean, go ahead. Uh, So that's that. Plans to catch up. So obviously, you guys, because I had to take time off for the car accident and for my move and I did some guest episodes, I'm obviously behind on the show. And you guys, that's one of your guys' complaints in the bad reviews that I'm behind and I'm not on the same like 
timeline as the actual show. So maybe I'll start dropping two episodes a week until we get caught up. So we're getting there. I think it's a good plan. What do you guys think? I think it's great. Okay, so let's dive right in. We're going to get into this, okay? So I left off on episode seven. It ended with Paris and Tajik. They're going off together. They're feeling frisky. They're feeling naughty. They can't keep their hands off of each other. So then we have Caitlin and Sebastian, which we I've found out as I'm watching the show. They call him Sebi. That's his nickname. So they're sitting on the couch. She's telling him that she wants to get to know him more, but she also noticed that when drama started going down, he kind of said bye, and she's curious who he is when he's pursuing girls. Direct quote, are you not the jealous type? He says that he is, but he just felt really awkward, especially with Paris getting involved, and he says like, yo, I never pressured anybody. Caitlin agrees and says, yes, it's a weird effed situation. And I will say it is a little kind of awkward that Paris got like kind of inserted herself in that situation. So I do understand what he's saying. Sebastian is in the confessional and he's punching the air and he says, I'm going to have to put in work. You know what this is. <laughs> he's like, I'm, this is what I was made to do. Direct quote again. I know I've been all over the place. I said I like Caitlyn and then I went back to Maricela, but I really like Caitlyn. So at least he's getting a little less confused, I will say. And he he really came out of the woodworks. I feel like he wasn't in the majority of the show, really. And now the last couple episodes, and especially this episode, he's like a main character. So then back in real time, he tells Caitlin that every time he sees her, he wants to talk to her. And she says, and you can tell she's a little nervous. She says, how do I say this in a nice way? And this is what she says. If it was getting too serious, you'd maybe say, eh, maybe not. And you can tell just by the way that she said that, that she's sensing maybe a little fuck boy from him. And that's like why she's hesitant. He admits that he was like that and it just took him a little bit to realize it. He said he had to give everyone a fair chance and she kind of giggles. And then he finishes with, but I'm genuinely interested in you and I hope you know that. And I'm not going to lie, you guys, I did not see this connection coming. But I'm kind of a fan of it. Like, he's so different than Hall in, like, every way possible that I'm like, okay, like, I'm I'm here for it. Like, snaps, girl. Like, get your man. Like, this guy's hot. He has the tattoos. Like, me and her, we feel the same type of guys. So now we go over to the guys' villa. And it's a party. And we have great opening that door in the freaking, like, <laughs> what does he remind me of? Is it like the Impossibles where there's that one character that's wearing like the silver metallic like onesie, that superhero? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? That's what he reminds me of. His dancing is wild. He's feeling the music. This is a glow-in-the-dark party. It's a vibe. They all, they all the guys start chanting, where's the ladies hat? Take it off. Everyone's dancing together. I'm feeling it. This is like a fun party. It's not like a dirty, nasty party. It's, it seems fun, okay? Rob. I like Rob. I have a feeling, though, I'm not going to like him at the end of the show based on some things I saw in the reunion. But Rob says he's been trying to just go with the flow and just bob and have fun. But he's been thinking way too much, and he's really in his head. He says, I'm really feeling Des, and every day our bond is growing more and more. But when it comes to Vanessa, her bonfires, you know, I feel like she's trying to show me that she still cares about me. And you could tell that he wasn't 
he did not expect to get the really tame clips that he's been getting. And he says that he's kind of mad about it because I think he's starting to realize like he's kind of went all in and definitely bended and broke their rules. And the clips that he's seeing, Vanessa's not really doing much of anything. I mean, she said some pretty outlandish things, but she hasn't like acted on anything in the way that he has. He says, I'm forming this bond, but I'm not ready to let Vanessa go. My head is telling me one thing and my heart is telling me another thing. I put, let's discuss head or heart. So you guys, what do you guys think? Like, should you listen to your head when it comes to your feelings or your heart? And honestly, I'm a listen to your heart girl. I kind of feel like your heart and your gut are the same thing. Like your heart and your gut is where like what you truly desire and what's like truly meant for you. And it's scary to listen to your heart and your gut. Your head is logical. Your head is telling you like what's safe, what's going to protect you. And you know what? What's best for you and what you truly desire and like what's fate and what's meant to be isn't logical the majority of the time. So I feel like your head kind of keeps you in your comfort zone. And I'm a strong believer that your comfort zone will kill you. I think you got to always listen to your heart, always listen to your gut, and your head is going to keep you safe. And keeping you safe isn't what's going to have you living life to the fullest. It's not what's going to have you finding true love. It's not what is going to bring you everything in life that are the best things in life. And I strongly believe that. So now we're back to the girls' villa, and it's country night. Yeehaw! <laughs> I freaking love this. Okay, you guys. All of them were in the confessional. They got lassos. They're swinging over their heads. I'm, like, feeling it. Uh, they're all saying tonight is country night. Like I just said, they're swinging the lasso. We got some line dancing. Yes, you guys, this is way better than the glow-in-the-dark party. I like the glow-in-the-dark party, but this, I would love this. Some, like, denim shorts, some cowboy boots, like a little crop top. Get my hair in some, like, pigtail braids. Like, yeehaw, let's go. Save, save horse, ride a cowboy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you guys, I love it. Tajik, he's eating some fire-looking pizza, which makes me think production ordered them pizza, so that also makes me think that production wanted them to perform tonight. They were like, production was like, you guys better give us some good content. So now we see people are, like, lassoing each other. Love it, here for it. And then we pan over to Bryce and Vanessa. They're over by the jacuzzi. Bryce is grabbing Vanessa's very plump and perfect cheeks, man. They look good. Whatever she's wearing looks like a denim bodysuit. Looks hot as hell. Go off, queen. Like, I couldn't pull that shit off. I don't got the curves to pull that off. But baby girl, whoa, looking good. She tells him that she looks at him with pure disgust if you haven't noticed and she's obviously being very sarcastic and he returns it with also being very sarcastic honestly I don't like you at all either while he's squeezing those cheeks he's got like handfuls we're here for it love it and then she says the clip that she saw in the last bonfire makes her want to explore her connection with Bryce a little bit deeper. And then they start walking off together somewhere and his arm is around her. They look in very cozy. Bryce, you don't even know what to do with all of these buns. That's a direct quote. And he says, I'm a find out. 
I like them, you guys. I really do. I think he he has a hard time like being vulnerable on camera, and I think that's kind of why in earlier episodes I may have thought he wasn't into her. But it's very clear he's into her, and they're vibing, and he loves those cheeks. I feel like anyone would love those cheeks. Little cheeky. Okay. Maristella starts mounting and grinding on Christian. He's loving it per usual. In the confessional, she says what I just said. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. You guys, so fun little fact. Before Saddle Ranch in LA was cool, I used to go to Saddle Ranch all the time. My 21st birthday was at Saddle Ranch. I won a bull riding contest. And when I won the bull riding contest, they get Saddle Ranch used to have t-shirts, like little crop top black t-shirts that said save a horse, ride a cowboy. And I used to wear that t-shirt all the time. It was like my favorite favorite freaking thing and I will say you guys with bull riding if you guys ever go to saddle ranch or anywhere that has a mechanical bull the key to it is you got to go with the bull okay don't fight it you got to flow if it moves forward you lean back and push your hips forward if it goes back you got to like lean forward and push your hips back you got to flow with it whatever direction you go and squeeze those freaking thighs as hard as you fucking can on it and then you just flow with it and it's great but I will say some of those the guys that like run the bull, sometimes they'll go a little easy on you. And then sometimes they'll like crank it up to like 150 and they're just trying to get you off. And also it's like kind of dangerous. I'm not going to lie. But yeah. So as soon as I heard her say that, I was like, oh, my saddle ranch shirt. So yeah, that was a random tangent. And then she continues with so that's the energy we are going into rodeo night with and I will say she's a baddie and she knows it and I'm here for it I really am like this this Maricela is a vibe she's on him and they're making out again and then boom the light goes off at the guy's villa and this light is freaking hilarious it's like every time everyone is just having a great grand old time it's like boom light on the entire room goes silent everything is lit up in red it's great I do like it I was kind of a hater on it when it first like the concept was first introduced because it kind of like it felt like we were copying too hot to handle but I feel like it's kind of its own now I love it when the whole room lights it's not even the whole room the whole house lights up red it's hilarious Rob starts jumping, saying, now it's a party. Great falls to the floor. And again, what is this man wearing? It's like a superhero onesie, like a superhero metallic onesie with like a V-neck accent. You know, it's wild. He pulls it off, but it's freaking wild. So now freaking great. He's just on his on some bullshit again. Great's in the kitchen and he's cheersing to Tammy. And it's coming off very flirtatious, Okay. She's asking what they're cheersing to, and he says cheers to a good night. Again, she's being flirty, which, I mean, he's he's leading her on, so I get it. And then she says that she's a hot mess. We go into the confessional with Great, and he says, Tammy, Tammy, Tammy. He feels like she can't control herself, and then it pans back to real time, and she's asking if they should go somewhere so she can give him a kiss. Oh, dear. Ugh. By the way, side note, this this little moment, because I'm like, damn, like there I feel like we've built like solid connections and there still isn't an elimination. I feel like it's been forever since there was an elimination. And it's like hasn't just like one person been voted off like on each side, like really nobody's getting voted off. Right. Am I wrong? I feel like that's correct. So that's a little wild to me. Um, But I guess there's less people at this season as well. 
like less cast members but i don't know i just i kind of miss the eliminations so that's one aspect i do miss he tells her that he doesn't want it planned and i put in my notes like facts that's weird like we're too old like that's so middle school to be like oh my god like let's go like hide behind the lockers and make out like it just should like happen in the moment so i get what he means she says, I don't want it planned, but I feel like we were in the moment over there. Nafisa, you see her in the background, okay? She's like watching like a hawk. LOL. She says, once again, here's Tammy trying to stir it up. And Great loves the attention that he gets from the girls in the house. Like he literally cannot help himself. And honestly, like this is now a pattern with this man. Okay. It's happened like numerous times. Like, why would you want to be with a dude that's like that? Like, I just, I would be so turned off at this point. It's like, okay, one time I get it. Like we're on temptation islands. We're still building connections. But at this point, like you've told her that she's the one in the house. Like you're having feelings for her. You're falling for her. Like she's who you want to spend time with. It's like, we're past like you building connections with other people. And now it's just like plain disrespectful and fucking freaking weird as hell. So then Tammy tells Great that they are all friends here and to stop making shit weird. He says that he's just smiling and then he, this, he's on one for this. He looks over her shoulder and calls Abby over. Dot, 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 dot. And then in the confessional says, tonight Abby is who I want to target? What? Bro, what is happening? He feels like he hasn't given her a shot. And then Tammy just, when all this is like going down, Tammy just like rolls her eyes. She's still just like standing there like what in the hell? Then Abby walks up and says, great, do you want a shot? And he says, of course. And she tells him to lay back. Tammy's just standing there, arms crossed, watching this go down. And then Abby tells Great she's going to pour the shot in his mouth. Where's Nafisa? Okay. She like, and this is the thing where like, I know kind of what happened at the reunion. I'm under the impression that she goes home with this man. Like, how do you go home with this man after all of this? Like, I just, I don't understand. I really wish I did. I don't understand. Like, this is bizarre. Like, I could never... And then he says in the confessional, if I don't do this, I'm going to regret it. I got to do what great got to do. Not talking in the third person, LOL. He says, this is my story. I'm the main character of my story. And like, I don't disagree with that, okay? I'm all about like being the main character of your story. So I get it. But like, don't tell a girl that she's the one in the house. And like, she's the one you want to be getting to know. He's getting like all sexual, leaning back, his like legs are open, telling her to come closer, kind of caging her in. You know what I mean? Like he's got his legs open and she's like in between his legs and he's like lean back, like all sexual. You know the body language. You know what I'm talking about. And then she's in the confessional saying he has Nafisa, Tammy, Tia. And I don't know. Now he says he's interested in me. So I think there's a lot going on with him. Yeah, girl, say it louder. He's freaking red flag central. Everyone should be running for the hills. And he has a girlfriend, which everyone like is forgetting. And this like, want to know what he's giving right now? He's giving like the type of man that only follows hot girls. It's like you check his following and it's just like a million hot girls from like all over the country, all over the fucking world. 
and like he's in everybody's likes. Like you're scrolling through Instagram and you just see his name on every freaking girl's likes. Like that, it gives me the ick. It gives me the ick on Instagram and he's giving me the ick right now because it's worse in real life. Like Instagram is social media. Like you can still like give the excuse. Like a guy can be like, oh, it doesn't mean anything. And if he like actually settles down with a girl, he would cut that shit out. But this is even worse because this is in real life. It's like, bro, what are you doing? Like all these girls are friends they all live together you live with them and like you're supposed to be like with Nafisa at this point freaking weird great asks her what does she want to tell him and I I'm getting the ick big time I'm not gonna lie she says and I think she handled this like a boss because she was like compassionate about it but she also put him in his place she says that she thinks he's super cute and I think you have a great personality, but I don't know if I'm ready to kiss you. Thank the gods, girl. Love that. He just looks absolutely freaking flabbergasted and she walks away like he got denied big time. And then he's he's Delulu. He's Delulu. He has a lot of Delulu moments in this show. He's in the confessional and he says, I wouldn't say she turned me down. And whatever producer is interviewing him immediately, zero hesitation, says she doesn't. Because anyone that watched that, I mean, she rejected him like so freaking quick, like a thousand percent. And then he just looks like a deer in headlights because he got called out real quick, like Dude, what if she, if she didn't turn you down, what exactly did she do then? Cuz cuz she did. She did turn you down and she literally walked away. Like you are Delulu. I my next note is he has a little Delulu moment. <laughs> cuz he says he says it's like she was scared of the moment. I was trying to give her the spotlight. I was trying to see if she's ready to get out of that show. I I put what does that mean because I thought I think he means shell like trying to get out of her shell. This is wild like he is wild for this. So then he's sitting on the couch and he asks Nafisa if she saw him doing anything and she leans down to whisper in his ear who was in your room for the past two nights and then Oh, yeah, my next note is random, but I said, honestly, this is exactly why I refrain from becoming part of the TI flow chart. It's so messy and it turns me off. So if you guys don't know about the TI flow chart, so it's not so much a thing anymore. But back when there was like season one and season two, when I tell you everybody was hooking up with everybody, it was honestly un effing believable okay so we called it like the ti flow chart because like everybody was connected to everyone and i stayed the hell off of it you guys the only person i had hooked up with was my ex obviously i was like i want no part of it i don't want to be like i hooked up with this guy who hooked up with these two girls like it was freaking nuts like the flow chart was wild like I really wish we took some time to like get a whiteboard up and like wrote like this season one and season two cast names and who was connected to who and it would have been me like up in a corner solo like solo AF and everyone else there would have been like three lines from this person and then two lines and three like it was nuts you guys it was a flow chart it reminds me of that meme where it's that dude from horrible bosses where he's like super intense and there's like a million red lines on like a map and he's like trying to point it you know what meme I'm talking about that's what it freaking reminded me of so this is what this moment is reminding me of because great is connected to so many different people and it's just getting really messy so then Tammy walks up out of nowhere and says are you ready 
she doesn't say it like that but i i'm shook that was me that was like my <laughs> how i would how i read it she says are you ready and then i put in my notes ready for what nafisa tells her that they are having a conversation and can she give them a second and she says it kind of with some sass and then in the confessional she's dead ass serious saying this is a make it or break it for her and great direct quote i'm letting it be known right now do not play with me anymore this is where i stand if you cannot meet me here then literally do not talk to me after this yes i like that Okay, it's time to put your foot down. I feel like you've already kind of put your foot down before, but now you really, like, there's no more effing around anymore. Like, you gotta make him know what's up, or you need to put an end to it, because this is too much. He's breadcrumbing the crap out of you. Tammy tells Great that she has a shot over there, and Nafisa says, yeah, hold it for him, LOL. She asks him if he sees what she's saying, it's, and then she says, it's you causing extra shit that doesn't need to be happening. And I just, in my notes, I just put like, I don't have the t- the patience for this type of shit anymore. She's literally having to like break down common decency to this man as if he's a child. Like I just couldn't do it. She says, you're involving me and it's messy and ghetto. He says he's not involving her and of course tries to change the subject. Like he immediately tries to change the subject and says, I want to dance with you. And then she comes back with the make that clear to everyone else until until then don't talk to me. And she walks away. Good. Make it clear. Make it crystal clear. Great thinks he might have made a mistake entertaining the women in the house and he hopes Nafisa forgives him. Oh, now you realize you made a mistake? Like, holy crap. This man is an idiot. He's laughing while saying that. Okay. So it's like he's not even 100% taking it seriously. So then we go back over to um, a different part of the guy's villa. Hall and Michaela are sitting on the couch and he's asking her to tell him what this girl's personality is. And I think he's referring to her alter ego because she's wearing like this long blonde wig. And she says that (laughs) this girl gives no Fs and he loves hearing that. He throws his head back. He's giggling. He's a little giggle monster around her. We pan over to Chris and Alexis. Chris is telling Alexis that she looks so effing good and she's mad sexy. You mine. I'm just like, okay. You guys don't know these people, but okay. So now we're back to Nafisa and the great drama. She asks him if he's having a good night. He says yes. And she says, that's important. I'm happy for you. And he asks if she's having a good night. And she sarcastically like pauses and says, I am, I'm having a blast. And then she says, I'm having a blast without you. He laughs. And then back to the onesie. I'm getting an up close view of it. Are there spikes on it? I think there's spikes on the metallic onesie. He says, when she says, I'm having a blast without you, he says, that's crazy. And she lets him know that she can have a blast with or without him. It's your choice, baby. And I do love that. Okay. We don't let a man determine if we're going to have fun. Okay. We just, we're going to have fun no matter what. Here for it. Love it. Queen behavior. He says, Nafisa is looking beautiful and I am mad at myself for not giving her the attention she desired. 
she tells him in real time to go over with the thirsty bitches if he wants. And I will say, like, calling them thirsty bitches, like, that's not nice because it's literally great coming on to them. Okay, even Tammy, like the times like now I'm starting to see even the times that like she comes over and starts flirting with him. He's like definitely leading her on like he was being flirty in that cheers, like cheers into a great night. And it wasn't like a friend vibe at all. It was definitely flirty. She says it's great world. I'm just living in it. And like truly this man does not need his ego stroked even more like we got to refrain from that. Then he asks her to hop in the shower with him. So we go from like her being pissed and like, don't talk to me. I have a hair on my lip. That's annoying. I hope I didn't just mess up my lipstick. We got to check it really quick. I'm not going to stop the recording. We're just going to make sure I didn't mess up my lipstick. Okay, good. We didn't. So she's speechless. Okay. And then immediately caves, immediately caves. She says, come on, let's go. I will say I was like proud of her, like queen behavior, but she let him off way too easy like way too easy and he says it feels good to have Nafisa forgive me for all of my craziness tonight and now I'm happy because I felt I was about to lose my queen I will say this season something that makes this season unique all these couples really jumped ship okay like it's like they don't even have significant other significant others anymore it's like Paris who like he forgot that he literally has a whole ass girlfriend like all the couples did. They jumped ship. They really went like all in. Okay. And do I respect it? I mean, I couldn't do it, but go off, I guess. So now we're back to the girls' villa. Obviously, the light goes off because freaking Nafisa and Great are a little naky naky in the shower doing God knows what. Definitely some naughty things. Vanessa, LOL. She says, yo, it's lit. It's effing lit. She says she hates the light and it has to be the worst part of the whole experience. Everyone is all pissed off. And I will say the red light is hilarious. Okay, I'm here for it. Production, you guys, it's it's a, it's funny. Okay, it is. Every time it goes off, it's like everyone has like a crazy reaction. And you never know if they're going to like get inspired by the light to like go all in or if they're going to be pissed or they're going to cry. It's like you never know like the reaction that we're going to get from this light, which I think makes it great. So Caitlin says that she should recreate the licking ass moment that happened over at the guy's villa. LOL. She lays Sebastian or Sebi down. I'm going to start calling him Sebi, you guys, because that's what they call him. And she puts chocolate and whipped cream on his abs. And then she dives the heck in. Wow. I didn't see that coming. She's confident AF as frick. (laughs) Okay. Doing it. And she like starts from the bottom, like right above his, you know what? And she licks all the way up his abs. I was like, okay, the technique on point. And I will say this isn't as nasty because it's one body. Okay. They haven't all been twerking and sweating and all over each other and like all these different, I can't even talk about it. I'm going to make myself gag again, but it's not nasty because it's not mixed with a bunch of other things. You know what I'm saying? So she no longer feels bad about being flirty and attracted to the single men. I love that for her. Okay, now it's Paris's turn to get a little frisky. They're all trying to turn this light on at the other house. So Paris, no, Maricela freaking sprays the whipped cream in Paris's butt crack, okay, with a bikini on, but still. 
and then licks it. Okay, so Maricela is licking Paris's butt crack. I, I'm kind of here for it. Paris doesn't even care about the red light anymore. And she says direct quote, she's going to break that red light at the boys villa. And then we have freaking Maricela's on the floor and Paris is grinding on top of her. Maricela is loving it. And she says Paris is starting to open up to touch and I love it. And like low key when her and Christiane are like in the confessional talking about like Paris like getting all like freaky and like opening up to touch and loving it like they look like they're ready to have a threesome they're they look like they're ready to kidnap Paris into their bedroom and low-key I also think that Paris forgot that Maricela is bi because like isn't that kind of like leading her on like I don't know I feel like if someone's bi like you can't just like casually like make out with them you know what I mean like it's because like they like she likes girls and then damn they make out on the freaking couch like they're just all over each other I didn't see this coming and of course the red light goes off at the guys villa I do kind of like that Paris and Maricela made the light go off at the guys house like who would have thought <laughs> who would have thought plot twist um Abby says F that light and then Vanessa she's like on the couch next to Paris and Maricela and she says you guys is this what happens when you stay up late LMAO Vanessa she's grown on me a lot I'm not gonna lie I think she's funny as hell I like her she says this is wild and then Christiane gets all turned on and carries Maricela to bed to get it on and then I think this light is going to go off real freaking quick. Okay, it just went off. It's going to go off within five minutes. And I was like ready for it to like shock everyone over at the other house. But unfortunately, everyone was asleep for that last red light. So that was like kind of a buzzkill. So now it's the next day and we have Chris and Alexis. They're, they're waking up together in bed. Des and Rob are making out. People are like coupled up as heck. And we need an elimination because it's just like, okay, now we got couples, like full-blown. Like, why are all these other people here? Great and Nafisa are also cuddled up on the floaty. And Nafisa admits that her feelings have developed over time and she doesn't want to get hurt. She says, with that being said, she's going to trust what he's saying about only being about her now. And now she can let her guard down more. Awkward pause. I don't think you should do that, but I'm just a viewer. You lived it. He says that when he came into this house, he had his guard up and trust issues. And honestly, I'm so confused by that every single time he says that because their whole storyline was that he's the cheater. Like, why is the cheater the one with trust issues and having his guard up? It's like so weird to me. He says it's refreshing hearing her say that she's going to let her guard down with him. And then they tell each other that they were thinking naughty thoughts about each other last night. And then they seal a deal. They seal the deal with a little makeout session on the floaty. I will say that floaty that they're on, it's like this big orange gigantic one, is awesome. Like if I was in that house, I would live on that floaty. I would just tan there all day. Chris and Alexis are talking. He's talking about how she untangled him again. That word is so cringe. Want to know what it reminds me of? It, it reminds me of that episode of Red Table Talk when um, Jada Pinkett Smith was like completely disrespecting Will Smith in front of the entire universe, calling her affair an entanglement. It, it's giving me that same vibe. It's so cringe every time he says it. Says it. 
He says that he won't take her for granted because he was pushing her away from day one and she didn't give up on him. So adorable. Not. She appreciates how vulnerable and upfront Chris is being with her, but she's still scared and guarded. Good. Head on a swivel, Alexis. This man is literally like there ain't one green flag this man has. Like he is just freaking head on a swivel. That's all I'm going to say. She says it's too sounds like it's too good to be true because it freaking is every single time. It's too good to be true. It is. Everybody learn from Temptation Island because the last time a girl said it's too good to be true was freaking Morgan on season one. Guess what? It was. And this time I have a feeling it's also going to be a freaking nightmare. They are the one outcome that I don't know what happened because um, I didn't watch on the reunion. So I will say I have a feeling it ends horribly. She says we literally met in paradise. Yeah, that's why you need to run for the freaking hills because paradise ain't real life, baby girl. He tells her that whatever she's feeling is mutual and she wants to know how does she know that he's not just saying that. And he says, I'm 30 years old. I'm still young, but I have no time to waste. He says there is nothing out in the streets for him and she seems very unsure. And I put in my notes like, listen to your gut, baby girl. Like you can just tell like her gut is telling her like is screaming like this something about this is off because it is. He's in the confessional saying a queen is making herself available and giving me her time and being patient and I can't take that for granted. And he thinks that what he has with Alexis will grow and elevate into something beautiful. And then he tells her that he loves how giggly she is. So now we're back over to Maricela and Christiane in bed. And... I don't know what this what I said in my notes, but he drags her out of bed by her feet and carries her somewhere else. I will say this man is always carrying her somewhere and I do love it. Okay, she's like a little spider monkey and I want a man where I can just be a little spider monkey with, you know, like where you just like grab onto him all the time and they just carry you all over the place. So I kind of love it. I'm kind of here for it. She says that she's just enjoying getting to know someone physically, but without having sex. And I put on my notes like, damn, like I honestly would have died on the hill that they've already had sex. But like if they haven't, like what the hell is going on under those sheets? So they're basically doing everything but sex. They have to be because there's some shit going on underneath those sheets. Okay, like ain't no doubt. Like there's (laughs) there's stuff going on for sure. But if they really haven't had sex, I'm like, that's some self-control that I don't have, man. Like, wow. Like, that's kind of impressive, if I'm being honest. Um, So then we have Mike and Caitlin chatting in the kitchen. And he wants to chat. Uh-oh. He says that he has genuine feelings for her, but her and Sebi are getting close. He thinks he has some wise words and is going to drop some knowledge on her. Honestly, this could go one of two ways, either good or absolutely terribly. Because me personally, I wouldn't like a guy being like, I'm going to drop some knowledge on you. It's like, I'm a big girl. I can make my own decisions. He says, come here for a second. I don't want to say this too loud. And I already feel it in my bones. He's about to throw Sebi under the bus. He says, people are here for different reasons. And I don't want you to be hurt unnecessarily. And I know for a fact Sebi has is here for different reasons oh dear I was right he threw him under the bus 
She admits that she is attracted to Sebi, but she doesn't know why Sebi is here. And she tells Mike that, and this is a direct quote, however this goes down, I want to remain friends with you. And then she's in the confessional saying she thinks Mike is turning this into a competition and he's fighting for her attention, but now it's getting to an awkward place where she wants to get to know them both, but not like this. You can tell she's like not really into the drama. She immediately goes right over to Sebi and he says that he doesn't know what to feel because of the engagement and stuff, but he likes her a lot. Low key, you guys, when I was watching this episode, I totally forgot that she's engaged. Like, completely. Like, no wonder these guys have their guard up. Like, she's literally engaged to be married. It's like, how do you build a connection with a girl that has a giant diamond on her hand? He says, and you guys, I loved this. I loved this a lot. He says, and this is a direct quote, you're the first girl I've had feelings for since my ex. So it's kind of scary and it just makes me feel things about what I felt with my ex. So it's all trauma a little bit like PTSD and his like body language. You can tell he's nervous as hell. Like he's like leaning, like hunched down in the chair. Like he just like he's nervous and you can tell he's being honest And I love that he's being so honest and vulnerable because what he's saying is relatable as F, okay? He, like, there's nobody that hasn't felt that where after, like, they broke up with someone that they were, like, madly in love with, it probably didn't end well, you got some trauma from it, and then you finally have, like, real feelings and for someone and you're like, oh my gosh, like, I want to be with this person. That's terrifying okay and a lot of people run from that because it triggers them so I love that he was so honest about it because it's so relatable and so real so she wants to know if he really means that because I think she was kind of taken aback and he said yeah I don't want to get hurt either he's like and then in the confessional he says I came here to be a temptation and not to catch feelings but here we are catching effing feelings and I believe him I really do. I I believe every word he's saying. He says there were three girls with boyfriends and I had to pick the one that's engaged. L-M-A-O. Like, yeah, you really did pick the one that's the least available. Caitlin thanks him for opening up and then they kind of flirt a little bit. And then she says that she's, because he's she's talking to him. She feels like she's having deja vu because they've already broken up once. She's referring, obviously, to her and Hall. She wonders if she got back with him because she's scared to, like, the original time they got back together. She's wondering if she got back with him because she's scared to make a change. And she's basically just wondering what's next. Like, do I just do me and do all that shit that I probably want to do that I feel like I couldn't do? Like, let's discuss. I feel like when you're with the right person, you should be able to be in a relationship and be in love and have a healthy relationship and also follow your dreams and do what you want to do. If you're with someone where you can't do your passions and like follow your dreams and your career path, you're not with the right person. Like, that's your answer right there, girl. Sebi says, when the person keeps picking, leaving, overstaying, you should pick yourself. Snaps. Amen. Say it louder. Now, Vanessa is admitting she she's waiting for her video. Oh, yeah. So now we're going to start video messages, right? Yeah. So video messages. Oh, yeah. You guys, this is where... We're going to end on a cl- this episode, you guys, we're going to end on a little cliffhanger, but we're going to get through most of the 
video messages because you guys know I don't want my episodes to be like too much longer than an hour. Ideally an hour. That's that's what we're aiming for. I did research and apparently that's like the best length for a podcast episode is 45 minutes to an hour. So we're following the research. So Vanessa, she's waiting for her video message from Rob and she says that she can't wait to see what her man has to say to her. Then we pan over to Caitlin. She's like standing in her bedroom, I think. And she's she says she's nervous and she looks nervous as hell. She says she has no tears left. And I just put like poor girl like that's like, the you know, that's like real trauma when you can't even cry anymore. You're just like numb. It's like you've been through too much. You literally cannot produce tears. Then we look over at Rob. He's anxious because he thinks Vanessa is going to be devastated by his video. Like, that made me very curious what he possibly could have said to make her devastated. He says, direct quote, she doesn't even know how sad I've been, how annoyed I've been, the resentment I've built up with just dealing with her. Whoa. Also, I noticed, because Hall is next, Hall's room is the nicest by far, which means production definitely knew he was cheating. Like, they wanted to make sure he had a good room because he was like, this man is leaving his girl. Hall is stressed over the video messages and what Caitlin has to say to him, and that scares him a lot. I don't really know why he's scared, because, like, you're already checked out. So now we're at the guys' villa, and Rob's video message is up first. He's hoping that Vanessa has changed her ways in order to save their relationship, because at this point, he really likes Dez and wants to see where that goes, but he is still hanging in there for Vanessa, so he's very confused. She calls him Poppy, but she does seem serious as hell, okay, in the message. And I put in my notes, whoa, like she's so empathetic and apologetic. She says she's sorry for hurting him and just wants him to be at peace and doesn't want to hold him back. Wow. She doesn't think he is ready to settle down or is trustworthy based on his actions so far. And she does admit that she's the one who pushed them this far, but only because she thought their relationship was strong enough to handle it. She put in a, this is a direct quote, I'm so used to having to be strong, but I'm just looking for security. I hope your future decisions reflect the man that I know you can be. Wow, I don't think anyone saw that coming, including Rob. And he does seem shook, but then he seems upset. And then Bryce sends him a message, which I thought was interesting. And Bryce tells him he's about to lose out on a real one. Direct quote, I know you guys came here with a plan and you kind of abandoned that plan. If you don't want me leaving here with your girl, you got to lock it in because she's a great woman and you just got to do better. Good luck. I will say that was literally the perfect video message coming from a single person. It was so respectful, but it was also calling him out and telling him what's up. I was shook. Rob is just like shaking his head. And then I was very surprised by this. He says he's very disappointed with the message because he doesn't think he sees the real, like that Bryce doesn't see the real Vanessa. He says the Vanessa that I live with. And then he talks about her saying she still thinks I'm the villain. I'm the bad guy in the relationship. And I even put on my notes like, dang, I thought like that was a really good message. But he didn't feel like there was real growth at all. Vanessa she's anxious and she needs to know that he's willing to work on things with her and won't jeopardize their relationship or risk losing her I will say her outfit is beautiful like she looks beautiful in that white skirt I love the slit 
So obviously Rob's message is up first and it starts with, um, he says, all right, tell me when. He seems like dead ass serious. I even put yikes in my notes. He says he's grown a lot being on the island and he hopes she has as well. For the first time in my life, I'm seeing the standards I want in a relationship and what I want out of my partner. Oh, Lord. He says they are very, they are a very toxic couple and they both need to make changes to end their cycle of toxicity. I still love you, but I don't think you have what it takes to change. But I hope to God you can. Wow. I will say he was very robotic and she was very calm watching that whole message which pleasantly surprised and then Des leaves a message and she says about Rob that he's unique and special and this is a direct quote Rob is the funniest most empathetic and emotionally intelligent person I've met in a very long time big statements He deserves a partner who's open-minded and empathetic and emotionally available, not a partner who's controlling. And she appreciates Vanessa for showing her what a real man is. And I, I'm not going to lie, you guys, I'm pleasantly surprised how Vanessa handled these message. She seems shook, but she's just sitting there in silence. However, we then go to the confessional and I spoke too soon again because she immediately says in the confessional, who the F do you think put in the work to make him like that? Okay. And then she just, she encourages him to pursue his connection with Des if he feels like their connection is healthier than what they have. She does seem upset walking away from the video messages and I feel for her because like you can tell like she's holding it in. So now back to the guys villa. It's Chris's turn. He does not think that Maricela will send a message. He says that from what I saw at the bonfire clip, I don't think she's feeling me like that anymore or wants to put forth the effort to send me a message. However, he, he also says he's not ready to receive one if that's what's in the cards but surprise surprise she does leave a message which I think is very mature she says that she never expected to learn so much and came to the island with questions about their future she realized she had the answers all along direct quote I spend my days crying and asking myself over and over what am I doing here and what do I truly want yikes She just wants happiness and sadly their relationship doesn't bring her the happiness that she so much desires. She thanks God for this experience and allowing to find herself for the first time. I am amazing just as I am. Hell yes. She says she loves him and thanks him for the time they spend together and hopes he finds what he is looking for. That sounds like a breakup to me. And he has no expression the whole time. Doesn't move, has no expression the whole time. And he doesn't move for a long time even after the message ends. He says that he feels guilty after hearing her say that she loves him because he didn't abide by all of their rules. And then he says, I can't shake this feeling and it's confusing. So then it's Maricela's turn and she just really wants him to say sorry for trying to change her into what he's looking for. But then when she opens the little video message box, it's immediately Alexis. So that means Chris didn't send her a message. That's the worst. I have no respect for people that that don't send the 30 second messages for obvious reasons. 
So Alexis says that she's lived through the ups and downs of their relationship. Direct quote, he's done nothing but respect you and speak highly of you. But like, uh, I need to pause for a second because what about that little freak out when he, I think he called her a bitch and was hitting the chair repeatedly and said she belongs to the streets. Like, did we just block that out of our memory? Because I wouldn't say that speaking highly of Medicella or respecting her. Then she continues, unfortunately, you've officially broken him by bringing him, he- bringing him here. Maricela has the same reaction I did. She, like, cocks her head to, like, the side a little and, like, side-eyes her, like, bombastic side-eye. And then Alexis says she's glad he's here and she sees his potential and she's looking forward to helping him find himself again. I put in my notes again so it is confirmed that there's no message from Chris. She calls him out for not being man enough to speak up for himself. Yikes. She says, be more of a man. Be more of a leader. That's what I need in my life. She says she's not surprised that he couldn't tell her how he felt himself. And this girl's walking away with a purpose. She's like, you can tell she's just over it, over the nonsense. It's great's turn. He hopes that Paris sent a video message because he thinks she's just messing around and he doesn't approve what she's doing. Dot, 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 a million dots. Bro, what are you doing? She, like, you're, what are you doing? You don't approve of what she's doing? Would you approve of what you're doing? She says, um, so her message, she says that he brought her here to prove that he could be loyal and their love could last forever. She thought because of their similar backgrounds, their connection was stronger. She says, you are my lover and my best friend, but now I question everything because the way you embarrass me makes me wonder if you ever truly loved me. She hopes he takes the rest of the journey to fix his mistakes and prove he can be a better man. He has no reaction. He's just staring at the screen, and then he says, I feel like she's delusional. I literally put on my notes like, oh, God. He thinks she's the embarrassing one, and she's messing around. Direct quote, I think she's the one that needs to get her act together. Bro, you're trying to smash the whole house. Okay, what? He says, I don't think I'm doing anything bad. I can't even say this with a straight face. I don't think I'm doing anything bad here. I'm actually going through the journey. The one person he hooked up with is the person he's pursuing. It's not like he's here hooking up with multiple people and messing around. And I just put on my notes like, I don't know, bro. Like you might be the Delulu one. Actually not my, you're, you're the Delulu one. A thousand percent. Paris, she looks freaking stunning in this two-piece pink set. Like, wow. I put wow with like exclamation points. She wants to know, um, oh, before I say that, she's strutting, I will say. Like, I was like, model walk. She wants to know what triggered him to act the way he's acting, and she's excited to see what he has to say, and she does want him to apologize. He said they both came here and hoped they would come out stronger, and he's realized that he has trust issues and he's afraid of being hurt. He's so delusional, it's actually wild. He says in the message, I see everything you're doing, being Paris, and it's everything that I'm afraid of. He's on his own journey, and he's proud to say he's becoming a better version of himself. Paris is like rocking back and forth the whole time, like through his, throughout his whole message. Then it's Nafisa, and she and she leaves a message, and she says it seems like Paris isn't enjoying her time on the island, and so are they. LOL, the audacity. Paris looks away and rolls her eyes, because, yeah, same. 
She directs, quote, after bonding so deeply with Great, I found he's funny, charming, and a great listener. And I'm not going to lie, not Paris cracking her knuckles and like fists together, looking like she's ready to go. Nafisa says, we've spent several long nights together. Oh my God, the audacity. And she's confused on why she brought him here on the first place. But it's like, why are you confused? He was He's a serial cheater. Like, do they not all know this? Like, I don't understand. Do they not know the storyline that he's literally cheated on Paris numerous times? Anyways, Nafisa's wave and giggle at the end of the video. Whole, sh- good Lord. I would, I would freak out. And I would be pissed. Paris seems shook and upset and she's fighting emotion. Then she says she was praying and hoping that he would say sorry, that he would be a better man and loyal, and it's mad rude. He had a girl telling her that she slept with him. Agreed. That was wild. She says, I just want to know where I went wrong. She's confused because they had plans to get married and have kids, and she just wants to know what happened. Holy moly. That's where I'm going to end because we're going to save the grand finale for next episode okay you guys so things are getting wild I know a lot of you guys have already seen this but some of these singles man they really had the audacity in these messages according to people in my dms Michaela has a crazy amount of audacity in her message next week but um that's it for today and I just hope you guys enjoy it and I think that's it you guys so per usual if you have any questions or concerns it's temptingpod at gmail.com please go follow the Instagram at it's temptingpod or my personal at call me case if you would like please go like and subscribe on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify please leave a review please leave a five-star review if you're enjoying it and I think that's it you guys I'll see you again this week love you all bye